0: after buzzers thank you so much for tuning in to another orphan black after show here at after buzz tv tonight we are covering season four episode seven the anti-socialism of sex and we have a very special guest here skyping in from canada so please stay tuned
1: you're
2: tuning into the destination for tv superfan discussion after buzz tv and now <laughs> let the buzz begin
0: Oh yeah, hello AfterBuzzers, thank you so much for tuning in to this really amazing episode of Orphan Black for our After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. I am your host, Sam Davidson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at samd43. And before we announce our very special guest who's Skyping in, I have two beautiful ladies here, guys. Introduce yourselves, let us know we can find you on Twitter. Hey guys, I'm Joelle Monique and you can find me at Joelle Monique. Hey, I'm Kelly McInerney, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Holly Weirdos. and uh of course guys we have the amazing kevin hanchard here typing ah! skyping Woo! in Woo! hey kevin hey how are you good how's it going all right kevin where can everybody find you on social media uh for those that don't know
3: uh on twitter i'm at at uh, kevin hanchard and on instagram where i've only made one post because i'm <laughs> technically illiterate <laughs> uh, i'm at k down
0: yeah, if I were oh, nice. if I were you guys, I would definitely follow him on Instagram because um, it sounds very fascinating.
3: Yeah, it's amazing. I'm an amazing Instagram follow.
0: Well, thank you so much for being here. I'm like so fangirling and thrilled to have you. I like we were we were testing it out before, and Kevin couldn't hear us, and I was just like, I love you. <laughs> I Had just I
3: missed all that love. Oh my god! It's
0: just so unrequited, and then you finally heard me, and I was like, yeah yes.
1: <laughs> I was just quoting Home Alone, just saying, "Kevin, Kevin." I Kevin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, tonight was really fun, and uh, Art kicked some serious ass. Yes, it was which so was mm-hmm. a lot of like—it was kind of sexy. I don't know.
3: <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> Wrong girl. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly how I intended
0: it. <laughs> All right. So again, guys, we are going to go through the storyline by clone, of course, starting off with Sarah. And uh, Sarah's feeling really crappy. Mm-hmm. Mrs. S blames her for Kendall's death, which uh, I mean, what, what do you think, Kevin? Is that warranted?
3: Uh, you know whether it's warranted or not. That's sort of just where she is emotionally at the time. You know when when you go through emotional s- situations and tragedies like that, you you lash out and you usually lash out at the people closest to you. Mm-hmm. Um, needless to say, there there is some blame to go around. Uh, whether it's completely justified or not, you know is, is debatable and remains to be seen. But uh, but you can understand exactly where she's coming from.
0: Absolutely. What do you guys think? Yeah,
1: you know, when you're that emotionally, like, hurt, you kind of want to blame somebody. And even though it's not right at the time, I'm sure, like, S regrets
2: saying... I need S to get her stuff together. I'm sorry, I don't feel bad for S. (laughs) S wanted to kill her mother. And then, like, this is literally the only option they had to save, like, I don't want to say countless because we can count the clones, but a lot of other lives was to, to kind of try to make this deal. And my roommate brought up a good point. She's like, if you're so worried about your mom, like, you could have followed her out to the car. <laughs> like, there was a lot of options to protect your mother that kind of fell through. And I think to blame it on Sarah at this point, well, like, she's under so much stress and duress and kind of spiraling downward. And the fact that Felix just pops up immediately and is like, what have you done? To me, says a lot about where, S, like, I should have known how Sarah was feeling.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And... We really haven't seen Sarah uh, on the on a bender yet because it's all kind of happened before the show started. Mm-hmm. In the first, in the pilot episode, she was just getting back from a bender, I think. But we never actually saw it. So this episode, we got to see it.
1: Right, hard.
0: Yeah, yeah. that meltdown was intense. A very intense meltdown. But Art actually goes to see Mrs. S. And, you know, he's he's part of this, whether he likes it or not. And they talk and she tells Art, you know, that it's Detective Duco that was the one that shot Kendall. And what do you think, Kevin? Is Art is Art in this because like now he doesn't have a choice or he really cares and wants to avenge Beth or like what is his kind of motivation at this point?
3: Uh, The answer to your question is yes. (laughs) <laughs> to everything, <laughs> to <the above. laughs> to every, to all of the above, right? Nice. Like you, the, it all started with him trying to find out what happened to, to to Beth and to his partner, and and that sort of police partner duty that that he that loyalty, I should say, that he had towards her. But you know, once you start going down that path uh, and you get yourself completely involved in it, um, there's there's no turning back. Um, but even you know, Duco had those really spooky and ominous that spooky and ominous message that he gave to him right after he got his, his ass kicked. um you know, <laughs> saying they're 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 watching you, man. like you, mm. they know what happened. They know you put the gun in in um in Maggie Chen's hand, and uh, they're they're looking out for you and and Art's got you know kids and and an ex-wife, and you know people that he cares about that apparently are at risk now. so, uh he's he's all in. He's been all in for a while, but the stakes are, are even higher now. So um what can you do at this point? You can't you can't jump out. You're you've gotta take care of what you need to take care of and, and handle what you need to handle.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And on that note, I mean we Got introduced to Art's daughter. What was it in the first episode of this season? Yeah,
3: Mm -hmm. and
0: Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my god, where is she? Like, and where has she been? And where is she now?
3: (laughs) If you guys weren't watching, I put her to bed. (laughs) Ever since
0: she's just been sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) That's
3: what she does. She she likes to sleep. What (laughs) an
0: easy kid, right? Yeah, Yeah, it's a pretty easy one. Well, yeah, I mean, as Kevin mentioned, like. Art, after he goes, okay, this Detective Duco, enough is enough. Mm. I am going to go beat him down. And it's one of those things that when you're victim is like kind of laughing at you that must be a very frustrating um <laughs> situation to be in because as he's bleeding from his face he's just like <laughs> <It> kind of makes <laughs> you more furious he says, he says
3: give me give me give me some more is what he says that's you, that all you got give me some more there's nothing more frustrating than that right yeah, yeah. but that's a, once again that's a, these are things that aren't written in the script it's um i mean the lines are there but the fact that he's still sort of chuckling and uh, you know, I, don't, I can't remember if that old give me more shoe leather, give it the old shoe leather line was in there or not. But that's that's Gord Rand, who's a, an amazing actor who I've uh, not really known as friend, as a friend, but I've known of reputation-wise for years um, as as an amazing theater actor. And to get to work with him on on the show has been an, an absolute dream because he's uh, he's just that good. He's that good that when um, when you see him get his ass kicked on TV, you cheer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're you're glad that he's getting his wet work. One of our so our uh, that's just that's a testament to how, how well he. Uh, One of our listeners, Jessica Iverson,
0: right. described it as the best ass kicking.
3: <laughs> Someone said that.
0: Yeah, We're, we have a live chat also on YouTube where fans can comment, and they are very happy to have you. And yeah, it was the best ass kicking Ass kissing, ass kicking. <laughs>
3: it's one and the same. It's all the same. Yeah. yeah,
0: I mean the way Duco was acting, he was like, "Oh, more, thank you." It definitely <laughs> sells so the creepiness, serious. you know. Pretty, yeah,
3: weird. The glasses and the beard—you know—that's just a, that combination is just never a good thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that trench coat too, with the like slim, like stick figure with the big trench coat. It's just very. Classically menacing.
1: Yeah, it's very
3: and, evil. Evil Inspector Gadget.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the specific glasses—they're like serial killer ones, you know. Definitely like. Yeah. What's his face?
3: Yeah, they're those big Coke bottle. They're so thick you can see the yeah. kind of glasses. Yeah. yeah, that's it's 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 definitely weird. It's definitely weird. And like,
0: I I loved when you were uh, kicking his ass and you said you know like this is for Beth and then like this is for you know blah 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 like all these people and what what you're doing for Beth, kind of, it, it's still, like, she's still present in the show, especially this season, and mm-hmm. I want to know, a lot of fans want to know, what was it like having to, in, you know, getting to interact with, like, kind of the OG, you know, of the show? Yeah.
3: Huh. yeah, well, it's it's been it's been great, I mean, because in all of season one, I was interacting with Beth. Or at least I thought I was. Yeah.
0: But <laughs> you weren't. Or I thought he was.
3: <laughs> so, um, you know, it's, um, it's weird because the whole season one when he was interacting with Beth the whole sort of motivation and the whole obstacle is what what is wrong with this girl he knows that there's stuff wrong that there's stuff wrong as far as the drug abuse and as far as you know the emotional journey that she was on but there was just something else that was off that he couldn't put his thumb on now he realizes it wasn't her in the first place and she was dead but um, <laughs> but uh, but in this instance he's he's actually you know he's working with his with his partner. And for, for me as an actor, it was a, it was a great thing to experience, um, you know, Tat as Beth, you know, Beth being Beth. It was, it's, it's a whole different thing. And just each of the characters is so clearly uh, and, and specifically delineated. It was just a whole different person. And it was a lot of fun to, to experience that that energy on set. It was great.
0: Do you feel as though, um, you know, Beth was kind of like a love of yours that we learned this season, at least? Sexually, You know, you guys had something going on. Is Sarah more of a sister now, or do you think there's some transference that could possibly happen? I think there's oh,
3: some man. transference. What are, you, what are you trying to do? What are you trying to do uh-huh. to art? Uh-huh. <laughs> to, no. It's not us. I, think, I, I, I don't know if there's... I think he sees that Sarah's got a, a lot of other stuff going on, and I don't think there's any sort of um, emotion. Not, not, I wouldn't say emotional, but... Uh, you know, romantic interest or physical interest in Sarah—that's no. just my—I <laughs> my, have should. an opinion on it. Who knows what John and Graham are going to throw into the mix? Because uh, you know, I think Tatiana is, has made out with every single one of us now. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, <laughs> so, so There's nothing. There's nothing that's sacred at this point. But um, um, I, I really do think that uh, Beth is where his his emotional investment. Uh, or romantic investment sort of began and ended as far as the sisters are concerned uh, and Sarah is, is he, I mean one thing that Art has always said is that he, she reminds him so much of Beth she is more like her than Sarah even understands or realizes that they're both so dogged and determined and they don't give up um, and it's, it's, um, it's frustrating but its it's an admirable quality as well and I think it's the quality that drew him to Beth in the first place. Um, and I talk about it in, in a couple of interviews that I've done, that there's some scenes that we, that never made the, the show, uh, that I even auditioned with, that, uh, that we never actually shot, where Art talks about the fact that Beth was sort of a tough nut and no one wanted to be her training officer, but Art did because he recognized those sort of qualities in her and admired them, when, whereas other people ran in the opposite direction. Um, you know, and he knew it would get her in trouble, and ultimately it did. Like, it's it's the kind of thing that, you know, made her beat the crap out of Evie Cho, right? Uh, because yeah. uh, I think he could recognize a bit of himself in her, you know? And, and he, once again, there it goes, it manifests itself with him beating the crap out of Duco, right? There's There's a, a valve that sometimes goes off, and you just can't. Reign in that, that beast, and he wow. saw it in her, and, and he has it himself. So um, it's a long way to answer a very simple question.
0: No, it's but, great. Uh,
3: but uh, I, I just think that romantically, Beth is where it begins and ends, but Sarah possesses so many of those Beth like qualities that he, he can't help but uh, want to help her uh, in order to help himself.
0: Mm, okay, fair enough. Speaking of Sarah, you know, she's going down this Spiral and goes to the bar and Gets in some craziness. What did you? I I personally very much liked this part of the episode. It's fun and it's kind of like I'm glad to see this side of her. What What did you guys feel about the whole craziness that she does? I didn't think it was fun. You no, know, it terrified me. Yeah. I was like,
2: you have a child and you need to go home. I was very not that I'm against mothers clubbing because you know, safe and it's, healthy to and me, sane. To me it
3: totally sounded like you were against mothers clubbing. No, never!
2: <laughs> moms get your freak on, but you
3: know, be safe. <laughs> you
2: know, be be like, careful and she was
1: not she was on a bender and that yeah. was scary having like a threesome and like doing coke and stuff that's a little bit excessive for a, for a mom's night out for you a know?
2: recovered addict mom's <laughs> night yeah, out
3: guys obviously don't live in suburban Canada that's a typical <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: so
3: I would nowhere to be found I haven't seen my wife in about four days and doing exactly the same thing
0: yeah maybe you should look at like the Neolution Club you know just to be sure I'll put a
3: picture around say so have you seen this this lady she's my wife
0: she comes home and she has like a fake eye. And she's yeah, like, exactly, Whoa. Exactly.
3: <laughs> "You know what? I, I I thought it was it. I think you guys are kind of right. It, it was excessive, but it was good excessive. Do you know what I mean? Like, thank it's, you. The thing the thing about the thing about our show is that that I kind of like is that everyone is kind of dirty. You know, everyone's got a bit of grit and grime on them um and sarah is is the heroine she's like the she's the you know the protagonist of the show but but she's not perfect and she never has been perfect she's never been presented as perfect Mm -hmm. and she went way over the (laughs) line like like way she didn't just tip she jumped across the line and said i'm out i'm leaving my kid i'm leaving all my responsibility and i'm gonna you know dance with death for a little bit and that's kind of what you and you know that that might be, be me being a little prudish and excessive saying dancing with death but you know when you've got those responsibilities to go that far to me is is you know but it, it makes you realize that she's human and she's not without flaw she's not a lily white uh storybook hero mm-hmm. or heroine she's uh she's she's got warts she's got problems she's got issues and she's trying to fight through them and at the same time do the right thing so the question then becomes can she fight through those demons, can she conquer those demons and um, and and find her way, you know, back to that sort of you know center line, the the through line that will get her to where it is she needs to be, or or will those demons devour her and eat her up? So, um, you know, we'll see what happens. But for me, it it, it was uncomfortable to watch once again not in a prudish way yeah. but just to say oh my god like you don't see that on television you don't see a, a hair like you see someone go oh uh, i'm so mad at, at you know my boyfriend so i'm going to sleep with someone else you know <laughs> you see that kind of thing and they wake up the next morning go oh what an idiot i was but she went like way off like she was just looking for for something from almost anybody and Wherever she could find love and value and, and uh, you know, a, a, a misplaced or misjudged sense of self-worth, she was going to get it, you know? And, um, um, and and I say kudos to the guys for, 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 for putting that in there and, and, and Tatra's, you know, knocked the hell out of those scenes. So um, it's, it, it is, it's messy and it's difficult, but, uh, but I think it's, it's real and it's human because that kind of stuff happens all the time, to be honest.
1: I think though I was just nervous about it too cuz I'm like something bad's going to happen to her. This show she never yeah. goes right. So that's why yeah, I, I yeah. was yeah. uncomfortable,
3: that, right? Yeah. Because we are all so invested in in the show and and in in her character and her finding out what's going on, that you all sort of, like, everybody sort of watches it like this and goes, oh my god, like, is this how the show's going to end? Like, just, you know, like is, is, something's going to happen here and you know, it's going to end up like, like lost or something, where it's just kind of <laughs> like, a, oh. And particularly
2: oh, when oh. she shows up on the bridge and then we're getting these, and even before when we're getting flashes of Beth, and we know that she's kind of got this, I don't know if we would call it, psychic connection, or if it's, you or know, she's full crazy, hallucination, or just drugs. What's, what's bringing Beth back to her, but to see mm-hmm. Bess start showing up and knowing and watching her, like, downward spiral from the beginning and then kind of seeing that mirrored in Sarah, like, this episode, I was like, we cannot lose. Because we predicted earlier on that we think a clone might die this season because mm-hmm. it feels like it time. Um, and I was, like, so concerned. I'm like,
0: Sarah, no. Get off the bridge. Like, there's no one here to help you. But,
3: like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah
0: but Felix was there and that's Thank the thing God. is that you know Felix and Sarah have had a very rough time of it this season thus far but he finally realized like I that Sarah's the glue that keeps everybody together and he's the one that kind of saves her so in a way Felix is the thing that she needs as well as Kira and that that was a part that I was just like you know you're just going to leave Kira that's so unlike you come on girl mm-hmm. But Felix is the one that was able to really bring her back down.
2: Yeah, the fan, yeah. the brainy let him, says Felix did call her the glue that keeps them all together. And we're really seeing, like, without Sarah, that family starts to crumble pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, yeah, you
3: know. without a doubt, she she definitely is. And, uh, you know, and I think Jordan talked about it on on, um, on one of the other interviews that he did, that uh, the thing that Beth didn't have was a Felix. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, Beth yeah. She didn't have a, a Felix that she could... You know, she didn't have anybody to turn to. I mean, she had Art, and she had all, the, but not in the same way. Not someone who was involved in the in the whole thing to the same degree. Someone who she could, uh, who could talk her off the ledge.
1: Literally, you know, yeah. yeah.
3: Better term, literally talk her off the off the ledge. And uh, um, you know, if maybe, and I think that's part of the guilt and part of the thing that uh, that Sarah feels is that she was right there but wasn't able to save her. She didn't have any idea what was going on. And it was sort of a, oh, my God, there's someone who looks like me and now she's dead sort of moment. But um, I think part of that, you know, I think anybody feels that if they see someone, you know, un- unfortunately take their own life, you're wracked you're, you're with that guilt. So, um, you know, it's, it was it was important for for um, for us to see that Sarah had Felix and no matter what their squabbles were, no matter what they they were fighting about. They're still siblings. Yeah. And uh, and he was going to put all of that other stuff aside when he knows or when he knew that she really needed him the most. So yeah. I think that was a great scene.
0: It really was. And I just really want to make sure we touch upon uh, Kira a little bit yeah. because – Kira had some crazy eyes this episode. Ooh. Poor Kira, she can feel
2: all of their emotions. Like, this was a roller coaster and a half for her yeah. to try to just sit in that little room and deal with all these very adult emotions that are running a spectrum. Like, from the craziness of Alice to what her mother was dealing with to Cosima's issues. Like, I felt very. She just took it out on Minecraft, you
3: know. <laughs> <laughs> she sure did. She was building some crazy worlds there on Minecraft. know. But yeah, it's 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 a crazy ride that she's on as well, too. And and who knows what's happening because um, she's a kid, and and we're just you know she's she's experiencing something that we just don't, we don't know about because we, we don't we haven't fully unraveled who what Kira is. You know, exactly. we know that she can uh, be hit by a car going about, you know, uh, 60 miles an hour and get up and, and be unscathed yeah. by it. Uh, but what does that mean? What do, what? what uh, we know that she says she can she can she knows what the other sisters are thinking. But what does that mean? She knew that the Neolutionists were coming. What does that like? What does that mean? Like, so uh, I'm, I'm curious to find out because they don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I, I think she's, uh, she's going to be a really integral part in, in where the story goes moving forward. I mean, she already is, but I think even more so as, as, as time goes by.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I really can't wait. It's one of my favorite parts uh, of the series and you know, this season specifically. Let's get into Allison a little bit you know, because art is tied, though, to the Hendrix. Mm. Right. Yikes. Unfortunately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's messy with them. <laughs> yeah. It was really sad to see Allison break down because she's very controlled and does not do this often. And she's writing a condolence letter to Mrs. S sending her flowers. They're all very devastated by Kendall's death. Yeah. And, uh, you know, then Donnie comes in and asks to help her and, you know, he wants to cancel the party for i just say I'm
2: loving their relationship more and more. Like, I feel like I didn't understand Ditto. it and I always was like, you're so mean to Donnie and maybe really just like Alice, but to see Donnie step up and be like, look, this is just how she is and I love my wife and I plan to be there for her. I, their relationship is everything. <laughs> it's so beautiful.
0: I know. Yeah.
1: And she kind of needed to break down. I feel like, cause she's Absolutely. been so like, I'm not. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm mm-hmm. okay. The whole season. So,
0: it was kind of good to see that she release. You know. Yeah. Even though
1: it was sad, but
0: let's talk about Art's involvement in this entire thing because you know, as we know, uh, Donnie, they the police end up taking over the slumber party of Gemma's and uh, arrest Donnie for the narcotics thing. Horrible scene. Or the guns pointed at children. But the music was funny. I was kind of weirdly (laughs) laughing.
3: Soccer ball cookies flying all over the place. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was amazing. I know. Yeah, it was
0: just the genius of, like, you know, the producers, the director, the writers. It was really, uh, you know, one of those dark but, like, (laughs) funny, ironic scenes. Uh, But art. I always forget that art is tied to the Hendrix now, too. Not right. only because of the clones, but like because he is involved in kind of everything that they have done a little bit. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? You know, as far as like your involvement and then how you think that is going to end up possibly playing out and hurting your character?
3: Oh gosh, I don't know, but it, but you know that it will, right? <laughs> I don't know how, gonna, you know how it's gonna play itself out, how it's gonna manifest itself, but there's 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 way too much meat on that bone for them to let that slide. There's there's no no Two ways about it, but I mean, and I think it's sort of encapsul- encapsulized in uh, what Art said about the fact that um, um, you know the fact that the police department, oh, he didn't know that that Art, that Art, that Donnie and Allison were selling drugs out of bubbles, were selling right. prescription <laughs> drugs, <soap laughs> top, and he he had that big clone dinner there with all the with all the sisters, right? So uh, that puts him completely in the middle of it and puts him at risk. And the big thing for Art is he's he's taken risks before. He put the gun in in um, Maggie Chen's hand. He's he's fudged, you know, things a little bit, and he's he's used his his uh, ability to his position on the police force to to find out information and whatnot. But those are sort of things that he's willingly decided to do, and he sort of can take control of. But now this is something that is out of his control. So now he's no longer in the driver's seat, which makes him extremely uncomfortable because um, even though Art is pretty much a clean cop who you know who does what he needs to do to get where he needs to get uh to uh he's very meticulous and very specific about what he does in order to do that and now that's all been taken away from him so uh we'll see how he deals with it uh i'm curious to see how he deals with it but um you know as i said there's 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 a whole lot there um that is that's going to sort of knock him off of his his center point and knock him off uh his balance and um and I'm. I'm curious to see how it all plays itself out. Oh
0: snap! Poor Art. Jesus. Uh. Well. Oh. <laughs> I know. I'm really scared for Art, and I can't lose him. You know, I just can't. Like I me can't as him. a person, and you can't either. <laughs> because, like, obviously. <laughs> for a job and a life like this is but you know you do have other stuff going on Kevin which is pretty awesome some cool right. stuff you're Suicide Squad soon hell yeah it's gonna be pretty dope
3: Dude, but geez, it should
0: be fun yeah talking about dope let's talk about Cosima yeah oh my god <laughs>
3: that's, oh. The that's the greatest segue the
0: greatest segue ever Yes, Cosima is dope. And then we just see her like sitting in like plants of weed, which is
2: probably the best place for her right now. Let's be real. Like Cosima had a tragic evening, like as bad as it was for everybody. Cosima got the worst of it. I was (laughs) glad to see that she was meditating with her flowers for a little bit. Coming yeah, into but her she own, wasn't you know.
0: smoking any, which made me sad. I was like, you're just going to sit around it and not enjoy it? <laughs> Maybe she had an edible or something. Well, she's sure. Sometimes it just,
3: you just yeah. have it seep through your pores <laughs> with the that's what it was. I
0: sure hope so because uh, she's very stressed, you know, she feels a lot of guilt about Kendall and she's just really freaking out and knows that she's dying and Scott, who uh so kevin last week or a week or two ago i said i think that scott might be like i don't know i just don't know if i trust him what like i know you can't tell us much kevin and i don't know if you know anything <laughs> but if you want to and we're here to listen yeah. to us and the rest of the internet is that crazy that i think
3: that uh yeah it is crazy that
0: you think
3: that. <laughs> thank
0: you thank you mean, it's
2: not true
3: And that's the thing about the show: is is, uh, the crazier the thought, the more true it it could be. You know, so nobody. The one thing we all know as actors on the show is that nobody is safe, (laughs) and anybody can be anything. And it was especially so at the very beginning of the show when when you know when we didn't know who the male clone was going to be, we didn't know who the monitors were going to be. Like we as actors, we didn't know what that was, so we had to just sort of play everything very sort of across the board, so that we didn't paint ourselves into corners. But uh, um, I still think it's it's true to this day. It seems like everybody sort of has their has taken sides, and we know who's wearing the black hat, who's wearing the white hat. But um, there's there's I think there's still a whole lot out there that we we don't know about, and that's. Uh, left up to the the brilliant and yet warped minds of John Fawcett and uh, and and Graham Manson to to uh, to let us know. So
2: look, that's you know, fair. It's crazy, that's but, fair. I mean, it's not true. But nothing bad <laughs> yeah. is allowed to happen to Scott because he is my favorite, and this is the first time I've ever been mad at Casima before. I was like, how dare you? How dare you question Scott? Like he is a beautiful soul, and he's so works so hard he's been there for the whole time Uh (laughs) he has some secrets girl come on i'm sure that he does but to just be like and now i have nobody yeah. It's so overdramatic and so just rude. Like Scott is there for you. I believe Scott is like the one good person, like the one squeaky clean person on the show.
0: Um. Well, look at the chat right now, Joelle. Look what the I like, I don't care what the chat. Has to say. <laughs> I Someone love you chat. said Scott is our. It was Jessica Iverson. Scott is the perfect ploy to be part of the main villain. Look, I'm you know? not going to disagree with you guys, but I don't need that in my life. I, <laughs> I choose not- to believe that
2: Scott is a pure and holy, like good person.
1: I think there's bigger, bigger fish out, like
0: bigger bad guys. Out there, I don't know. We'll I feel see. like he's
1: been committed to it too long.
0: Okay, well, time time will tell, guys. And I just, I think maybe I should like bet you guys money uh, after <laughs> this thing. She's really feeling <laughs> strongly about this because I really want to be right. But Casima, so they have the bot that was in Sarah's cheek, and they do tests on it, and oh they're gosh. trying to figure it out, and then Kasima decides it'd be a really good idea to just put it in her.
2: Good lord. Ugh. Talk about that downward spiral that all the clones are yeah. going through right now. Like, it felt so bad for her. I mean, it's
1: terrifying. you're gonna die. What else do you, what What do you have to, lo- I kind of see her perspective on it. She's okay. being a martyr.
2: Yeah. Might as well try something, because, you know, you gotta... So no. it, Once again, Felix coming to the rescue last second to be like, look, look, we don't know if your girlfriend's dead, which you guys have started a hashtag, uh, which was, uh, um, oh my goodness, what's the girlfriend's name? Delphine is alive. Delphine is alive, yeah. which you guys are beautiful and I love you. And you might be right. Delphine could be kicking it somewhere, <laughs> which is so exciting. C- do, are do, Kevin? <laughs> Maybe? Delphine. No?
0: Have you seen Telphine <laughs> around?
3: Yeah, Which one is that? She's is that the one with the tail?
0: <laughs> <her>? <laughs> He's oh, got jokes. I will never forget that tail, honestly though, still to this <laughs> day. Every time yeah. I look at my cat and I see her tail wagging, I think of Orphan Black in oh, that no. episode. I'm not kidding. <laughs> well, Olivier, yeah. I know
3: that when we watched, I'm telling you, when we watch the the uh, the screener um, of that during season one, and we saw that the CGI, it wasn't even the, the, the effects weren't even completed yet, but we saw that tail wagon. We all went, Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> it was the craziest thing ever! Ugh. So, anyway, well, well, I love that. I love that. Delphine's you, not the one with yeah. the tail. I know who Delphine no. is, yeah, no. and I don't know where she's at. I don't know if she's alive, I don't know if she's dead. Once again, they don't tell me anything.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet she comes back. I'm going to say a prediction now because I'm just gonna, I'm too excited. I think okay. she's coming back in the finale. Yeah. don't
2: oh. drop that. Final
3: shot. Different,
0: but different. But different. Not the Delphine we knew. New yeah, Delphine. Yeah. Tail. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah.
0: <laughs> Delphine is coming back with a tail, guys.
3: Tail, yeah, baby. You well, know. you
0: know, speaking of the Neolution, all of that, you know, because we have Rachel still here. She's kicking mm-hmm. it. She is finally let out. And she comes out. Susan tells her, like everything's gone to shit, and I don't even care to kidnap you and lock you in anymore <laughs> because, like it doesn't matter. They're in a kind of dope place, apparently the it's edge beautiful. of the world Ile Do- or <laughs> Dr. Moreau. <Marone. laughs> yeah. And uh, some interesting stuff happens, including Rachel continuing to see this it was a swan was it a swan yeah yeah i was yeah. like that's a swan right it's a swan and it will go in and out as though it's a computer screen which is really cool and crazy and freaky and you know we find it that- through the new eye, yeah, because mm-hmm. the eye, I guess. And we find out some background about this doctor, mm-hmm. and that you know Susan piggybacked off him, and now Evie's piggybacking off of her mm-hmm. stuff. So Westmoreland,
1: West right. that was his name, right?
3: Westmoreland, yep. yeah. 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 Re- my
2: theory yeah. about the swan is um, in the book that um, she was looking in before. It looked like uh, Zeus rapes a woman as a swan. Right. Uh, at some point, and I really think that's where that swan's coming from. From that birth, I think you get Hercules, which makes me. And there's a lot of like Greek mythology floating throughout Orphan Black. I have a feeling that this might be another, another clone baby, super baby, perhaps coming in the near future. Helena, wow, wow, possible, possible. Right. Helena's got Hercules babies growing. Yeah, <laughs>
3: that's, that's, uh, that's the 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 Greek story of Leda and the swan, right? There we go. So- yeah, so that's definitely where that comes from. But, you know, that's all I can say is say, yes, oh, you're wow. right. about The Greek mythology. Yay!
0: Oh, yay. <laughs> oh, Dude, yay. my mic is blown by you right now, Joelle. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm digging to you. <laughs>
3: that's all I can say. Yeah, the swan, I'm, Yeah.
0: Well, but, you know, it's awesome because we end on the swan, and it's really interesting. And uh, it this episode was insane. I loved it. Before we start wrapping up, we have a couple questions more for you, Kevin. Okay. All right. All right let's see. When you were first cast on this show, from the beginning, and because you were here from day one, and you yep. started reading the scripts, was your mind as blown as everybody's was when they like watched the show the first season? Like, what the? Oh, my. Uh, you can't even finish a sentence?
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's because um, I wasn't on board uh, when they were developing the show. Right, and I wasn't one of those people who, who had the opportunity to read the scripts ahead of time and 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 had the uh, the opportunity to lobby and tell my agent I have to be a part of this show, dude. <laughs> like, you know, like, I auditioned for this show with a couple scenes on on the pages, and that was it. It was it was an audition for it was just another audition in the millions of auditions I've done over the course of my career. But it wasn't until I had actually booked the show, I had been cast, that I started to get the scripts. And I'd heard as I was going through the the gauntlet, the audition gauntlet, that the show there was some buzz about it in in the industry. Uh, but once I I actually got cast and started reading, you know, about three or four episodes, I realized, oh, this is this is kind of special. This is kind of great. Like the pilot was was dynamite, right? Like the pilot, just like when you see it on the screen. Gets you in the first page, oh, right? Yeah. Like the mm-hmm. way it's described and the way Graham wrote it is is amazing, and then you know it it, it reads the exactly the way in which it, it was shot, so it was it was brilliant that way. But the scripts just kept coming, you know, and they just kept getting better and better and better and better. So uh, I realized it was it was something special. But then the pressure starts to build up. You're like, this is a really great script. I hope I'm not the one who screws it up. (laughs) You know what I mean, but uh, but I think fortunately we, you know, although we were all you know scared as hell as we as we started off this whole thing i think we 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 managed to pull it together well and you know four seasons later we're still doing it so that's a testament to the writing and and the acting and the entire production team and crew is has just been uh, amazing amazing so um yeah it's 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 been a, it's been a great treat and um and as i said from from the moment i started reading them uh i knew they were great and the people who had read them before i did knew they were great as well so yeah it's uh it's it's been a treat
0: Well, a quick little uh, segue because we have an awesome plug we need to give. Yes,
2: sponsors today, which is super exciting. We have Chapman University, which is located in Orange County, California. It's 16 miles from the beach, a little over 30 miles from Los Angeles, and minutes from Disneyland and Angel Stadium. Which, I mean, guys, dope. You spend a lot of time in college. You should be able to get to your places very quickly. Um, It's a (laughs) tree-lined 75-acre campus. It's in the heart of the historical city of Orange. There's only 8,000 students enrolled in undergraduate and graduate programs. They're best known for film and television, business, science, technology, education, health, science, and arts. 10 different schools and colleges, more than 100 different majors and programs. There's literally something for everyone. In terms of free time, there's a lot to do on campus and off. They are close to 200 clubs and student organizations on campus. Chapman University is a comprehensive university that still provides personalized attention for its students, which is really hard to get if you go to a big school. Classes are small, student-faculty ratio is 14 to one. There are literally dozens of opportunities to study abroad for short trips or for entire semesters. Best part? of students benefit from some kind of financial aid. So you don't have to do this all by yourself. Guys, head over to www.chapman.edu backslash information. Again, that's www.chapman.edu backslash information for more info.
0: Cool. Yeah. Uh, just got to make sure, you know, we gave Chapman a shout out because it is an amazing university and is very intense in the arts and entertainment, which obviously is very related to us. Yes. yes. So, guys, check it out. One more question before we leave you, Kevin. Yeah. What has been a really fun slash, like, favorite memory out of these four seasons on set? You know, a behind-the-scenes kind of thing. Funny scene or, you know, work oh, with all the clones.
3: I I wish I could I I, I always wish I could have a, a specific memory that I you know honestly I think I have to um there's there's a couple like after season one we were in the makeup trailer when um what the first time we we started hearing about you know Tat getting nominated for awards and the show getting nominated for awards right and you know uh when you shoot a first season you're hoping that you the, the first, first of all, you're hoping that the first season airs. <laughs> uh, you're hoping it gets picked up for a second season next. And, uh, and you know, now that we're, you know, four seasons later, it's just, it's, it's amazing. But the fact that we've been actually, you know, nominated, uh, not just TAT, but the show and, and, and several of us supporting uh, actors have also been nominated as well was just amazing. But the first time that we we actually heard these nominations come in we were all sort of together in the in the makeup trailer and that was like, we all sort of had a collective, you know, moment where we realized we're actually kind of doing something special here. That was, that was great. I wish I had something funny now, as opposed to something no, sad. No. So like, like, oh yeah. no, that's so like,
1: sweet, that's perfect. Like, like, uh, yeah, no, that's very heartwarming. But you know what? Emmy.
3: Honestly, yes. the, the only other thing, really quickly, is that the, I can't come up with one specific moment because there's just so many, like the mm-hmm. set is such a fun place to be. Um, the, the tone is, is is fantastic, and and it's one of, of fun and play, and there's so much improv that happens. Not so much with art because you know I'm not the comedic. You know, <laughs> that's that's more for like, Christian and Jordan and, and Tat and, and her many characters. But uh, if ever there's something we want to just let the camera roll and improv, that's always um, we always have the op- option to do that, and and that's sort of where the gold of the show comes out. So. Uh, there's a lot of fun moments that happen as a result of that, just hearing what people say because people are so talented and uh, and so witty. So uh, I think we all just sort of love punching the clock and being at work every day. Oh,
0: awesome. God. I wish I, I could. I want to be, be there. there. Yeah. I know. I'm like, I want to go. <laughs> all right, Kevin, thank you so, so much for being here with us from Canada. We Yay! appreciate it. We really it's, adore it's you. Hot
3: up here. I want everybody in America to know. <laughs> <laughs> Come on up, have a good time. There's lots to see. We used to have a basketball team that just went out a couple days ago, but it's still good. <laughs> hey, uh,
0: Toronto is one of my favorite cities. It's actually. amazing. It's, it's never been so much fun. That's it great. really is. Toronto so of the North, man. I love the oh, yeah. though. So well, I don't I don't to- <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no hate on Canada. We love Canada. Yes. All oh, right. Again, sweet. thank you, Kevin. Thank you guys all so much for tuning in. And uh, we will see you next week. This has been so much fun. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, Bye Kevin. Bye, oh, guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right.